Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Stay away from my window. Stay away from my back door too. Disconnect the telephone line. Relax, baby. It could be the night. Uh, but tell you, tell me what, for Ron McLean coming up in about 45 seconds time, can you have uh, Sticks the Best of Times loaded for me here? Done. Uh, Derek, we'll work on that right now. We'll tell you that the second hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by World of Spas. Aiken after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Just before we went to break, Oilers Now trivia for Pro-Am Sports, Fan K, Fan Gear Specialist, All Budgets, all correct answers enter to win for a Mark Messi 11 by 14 autographed and framed Oilers photo. Check them out, proamsports.ca. Visit them at the store, 12728 St. Albert Trail in Edmonton. Tell Jack and Ken that Oilers now sent you. It's this simple. The question, 44 goaltenders have played over 1,000 minutes. The guy that's got the worst goal saved above expectation is... Arvid Soderbloom, the backup goalie for Chicago. He uh, got the start last night for Seattle. And uh, Matt had the correct answer there. As we head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, and it is for our friends at Century Casino Edmonton. Every day is a game day at Century Casino Sports Bar and Lounge. Head to Century Casino, 131st Avenue and Fort Road. We welcome back to the show a guy undoubtedly who loved that Rod Stewart rip from back in the day. <laughs> Ron McLean, how are you doing, Ron? Well, for sure, uh, Maggie May was my lucky song when I got the job uh, doing television. It was uh, when I got into the car and heard Rod Stewart on the uh, radio, I knew must have nailed the gig. That's a good sign. But if we're taking requests, Bob, and I don't know what the – if you've got a giant jukebox there at 630 Chet anymore, but I would have Lorelei by Sticks. So Lorelei, Lorelei is spelled L O R. E-L-E-I. All right. Go ahead. We we do have it. Derek Scott's going to load it up. He worked as a DJ for 20 years ago when Mark Spector and me started uh, uh, Total Sports on 1260. He was our our op slash producer for the show. So he can go get Lorelei lined up for us. Tell us the story. Roll it until we have the story. So uh, first of all, with respect to live music and Red Deer, for me, First show I ever saw was April Wine, the Stand Back Tour. Second show was the Stampeders. But but if I'm truthful, the, the first live performance that really ignited my love of rock and roll and live performance was we went to the Park Hotel. We were between grade 9 and 10. So we're just young, you know, 15 years old. We, we get into the Park Hotel. We're underage. We go there, and there's a band from Vancouver, I believe. Bowser Moon was their name. And they played uh, Lorelei by Styx. And honest to God, it was unreal. And they, I don't know if you know, but Lawrence Gowan, who had his own great career, Lawrence Gowan, he takes over for Dennis DeYoung eventually in the 90s as their lead singer. When they're on tour now, Sticks, Larry's the lead singer, a great hockey player. He led the Greater Toronto Minor Hockey Association in scoring when he was 11 years old. He was the top scorer in Toronto, so he could play. And they were over into Montreal in 1977, and they ran into Jean Beliveau in a parking lot near the Forum. They were playing at a venue called the Mustache, but there was Beliveau. So Larry Gowan goes over to uh, Mr. Beliveau, shakes his hand, and Beliveau says, are you at the Mustache? I'll come and see you. He says, you don't have to come and see us tonight. 
we'll be back and we'll play the Montreal Forum, your rink, in uh, not too many years. And sure enough, eight years later, they were playing at the Forum in Montreal. was Gowan. He was yes. just going by Gowan. A criminal mind, Gowan. right? That's right. That album, number one on the charts. So he's filling the Montreal Forum. And he knew that Beliveau was now the president of the Canadians. And he sought him out. And uh, he said, Mr. Beliveau, you won't remember, but I shook your hand in the parking lot just behind on Cloth Street uh, seven years ago. I said we'd be here. And uh, here I am. And what a what a great story. All right, we got Lorelai ready to go, Derek. Can we get a little riff on that? Yeah, this was the song. Bowser Moon played it at the Park Hotel in downtown Red Deer. Seedy little bar. So imagine replacing that singer. That's what Gowan did. Oh, yeah. It, I, I know you heard the opening of the show. For years, I used to get Dennis DeYoung and Peter Cetera mixed up because they both yeah. led great bands <laughs> yeah. from Chicago, right? And they yeah. kind of look like now. They, they're somewhat similar looking. Now, not, they didn't look like, I mean, who did you like more? Did you like Sticks more or Chicago more? Oh, I, I liked Sticks. I was more the rock and roller. Bands like Budgie, uh, Foghat, I loved guitar. I didn't know anything about lyrics for the longest bloody time, and I'm embarrassed to say it now, but like Gordon Lightfoot didn't mean a thing to me. Uh, and Chicago uh, weren't, you know, I mean, they're great lyricists, they all are, but they were more the multi-instrumentalists yes. that made them, you know, so famous, uh, kind of a, a fusion of music that was genius. But I, I do remember... Uh, one of my great thrills in 1974 was listening to Peter Cetera on the radio saying that the hottest thing in music right now is that band up in Canada, Bachman Turner Overdrive. He said, that album, Not Fragile by BTO, that's the greatest album since the Beatles. Imagine. Yeah. Wow. Crazy stuff. Winnipeg, right? Uh, BTO? Yeah. Yeah, well, they would be. I mean, certainly, guess who? You know, it's, it's yeah. a derivative of Burton Cummings. Uh, I'm trying to think of Randy, if the Bachmans are Winnipeggers. It must be. But, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, we were just in Victoria where Tal Bachman, who's had, you know, chart success in the last decades. I'll start to move into people that your listener might know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know, I, I sent you a photo of that Sticks album, Lies on it. Yes. The album's called Equinox. It's from 19... I bought that in 1975, 49 years ago, and I still have it. Yeah, uh, BTO, by the way, is credited as being uh, from... Uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba with the Bachman. Yeah, they got to be, yeah. There there you have it. All right. uh, Well, you know, let's get to the 14-game streak. I know that you wanted to – you did a little bit of research for us. Well, you and Rob Brown were having the conversation, did you ever have a, you know, the hot hand like this? And he said, well, we must have in our Kamloops days. And he's right. In his uh, final season there when they set the record that hasn't been broken, 113 points, they won 13 in a row. Not 14. 13 in a row was uh, the best that Kamloops did in that great season. So, And they've done that twice, the Blazers, but never got to 14. But I, I always think about Pittsburgh 17 in a row. You know what happened next, right? Uh, was that 92-93? Yes. yes. So they so they, they come into the playoffs hotter than any team in the history of the game, and they lose to Glenn Healy and the New York Islanders and Brad Delgarno, my friend that I play every uh, Tuesday night with here in Oakville, Ontario. He was on that team, and Volek scored the big you know, winner. Pittsburgh had rallied Ron Francis, got them back in the game. They were down two Penguins in Game 7, tied it, and you thought, well, that's it. Pittsburgh's going to now win the thing, but David Volek scored for the Islanders in one of the great upsets all time. So, Brad Delgarno, correct me if it was, he not initially from Halifax? 
He's from Vancouver. So he, thought, he's born I, in Vancouver. His father did the printing for Opeachy hockey cards. I so thought got, he spent yeah. some time. Uh, for, uh, for played some, for the Steelhawks. I know. He, I, well, I mean, he was in a legendary brawl when Bill LaForge was coaching, right? Where, That's right. With, yeah. Where he, he had to fight Bob. It's like uh, He fought him and won. And, and he won. went right from... Uh, Potential second round, middle second round. When he beat Bob Probert up, yep. he went right to the first round, sixth overall. And the problem was he got into a tilt, you know, with Joey Kosher. Kosher rearranged right. his orbital bone. And it's funny, Brad, uh, even even on Tuesday night, he's got a brace now for, he's got arthritis in his, uh, I guess it's his left wrist, but don't quote me on that. But he was showing me the little uh, device that he's got to help him with the, uh, the pain that he still, you know, like all the athletes. It's funny, Glenn Healy, speaking of him too, we were just making preparation for next Thursday night here in Toronto. Don't let me forget, Bob. I can't go live. I'm like Elliot now. Or uh, oh, okay, Louis. we'll get the uh, that night is the beginning of All Star Weekend, and we I'll can, be we can pre-tape next Thursday. No, yeah, worries. we'll have to pre-tape. It's the Man of the Year, and uh, Glenn Healy was saying. So we've got seven living members of the '67 Stanley Cup Leafs going to be at Scotiabank Arena. And Glenn said, look, I just can't have them hopping over benches and around chairs and doing an obstacle course. He said, when I watched at the Los Angeles All-Star, the top 100 players presentation, he said, as I watched the men walk across the stage, I could point out knee replacement, hip replacement, arthritis, you know, et cetera. He said, we're all broken after our careers. And so we want to make it nice and comfortable. It's just a a lovely little 20-minute with a a video that will knock your socks off next Uh, Thursday. If I recall, and I think it was in Toronto because I think Corey Cross was playing for the Leafs at the time, didn't they honor – one of the and it might have even been a team older than the '67. It might have been like '62 to '64. And well, they did '67. Uh, they they did a nice event for them at the Royal York as part of that. Um, this so was they've done the, a couple. But this was at the couple. AC. This this would have been like at a game, and somebody ended up having a. It was an older guy, and it might have been oh, a, Busher Jackson, right? That that the cardiacs night. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, something something happened that was tough for yes. the guy. Yes. And that- so they, they, well, and we did the closing of Maple Leaf Gardens was another, uh, you know, they, they had it in their heads to uh, honor the teams, all, all the guys that ever played for Toronto. That was one introduction. Yes. Then they honored the uh, Hall of Famers. That was a second. Then they honored the Stanley Cup winners. And that was another. And again, you know, a lot of the guys were getting up there. So it was a... It was a lot, you know, so we're going to make it nice and clean, I think. And uh, it'll almost be like what we did at the Heritage Classic Calgary Edmonton here earlier in the year, where everybody's kind of in a set position, and I'll just pick out maybe one or two of the uh, alumni to interview and, and make it easy for everyone. And, and George LaRocque will get the biggest cheer of anybody? Yes, right. I'm trying to decide who could be my George LaRocque. I want to do Dave Keon. He's just kind of, every time he's back, it's kind of special. Especially Bob given... Robert has seniority of the, of the group that we're bringing in, but Frank Mahovlich is second and then Keon. Yeah. Ellis is going to be there. Brian Conacher was just a rookie. Mike Walton had hardly played. He'll See, be there. Yeah, Pete yeah. Stemkowski. Stemkowski ended up on a line with Bob Pulford and Jim Pappen, and that's what got the Leafs the Cup in 1967. So, uh, my first NHL game, I, as a play-by-play voice, I filled in for the San Jose Sharks for Dan Rosanowski. He got in a car accident in 2000. I remember, yeah. And I was working for Frank Alvin doing Foncord and Stats. 
And I, he mentioned, yeah, well, he goes, I oversee the radio, too. And he goes, actually, we have an open date. You got a, <laughs> a CD. And I'm like, well, of course I do. So I raced home, and he went in the truck, and he turned the lights off in the truck and listened for a minute and said, you're in. And Pete Stamkowski was my color guy. And they had a turn in your unregistered firearms for tickets tonight in San Jose. And I'm thinking to myself. That's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. But Pete, but Stamkowski was the color guy. And he, he was a very brutally honest uh, yes. uh, television color guy, as you recall, the night that, uh, was it Mike Ratchie went like minus 8 or 9 and Flair, Theron Fleury was plus 10, and he, he after about the third, Ratchie had a tough night, he was a rookie defenseman, I, he was just brutally honest with it. Hey, uh, this text comes in from uh, Big Ball Tyler, he says, sticks in hockey, Bob, this is the best show ever. That's right. <laughs> in Texas. You can't have one without the other, that is for sure. I mean, uh, you know, all of us have the music, what is your go-to tune, and uh, Prism, uh, Take Me to the Captain, is another song I associate Prism. with uh, playing hockey, and there was a great Vancouver band. So, hey, I have a question for you. You know the U sports scene, or you yeah. did. I know you're kind of immersed in NHL a little deeper now, but uh, Gardner McDougal. Yes. You know, when you think of streaks, oh. uh, they're, they're at 24 and 0 this year. Yeah. They're you know running away with the rankings again. He just won his eighth national title. He won the St. John the Memorial Cup. He he was in OCN. He's, That's where he started. He's a hell of a coach. Yeah, yeah, like since Chris Knobloch has proven, you know, a disciple of. Of the U of A, Rob Dom. Well, that, and, and, and that's that. that's the difference. I mean, Mike Mike Kelly won a national title at UNB, uh, and then Gardner's won eight, so they've got nine. Alberta's at. Uh, I'm thinking off the top of my head. I think they're at 17. Um, and the difference is Alberta's had six head coaches win, and I think that tells you a lot about the program. Uh, Coach Drake right. won six. Uh, Billy won a couple. Uh, Rob Dom won three. Uh, Ian Herbers has won a couple. This is all you need to know, Ron, about the, where the U of A is at right now. They've played in four straight national championship finals, and I would say the last couple of years they were far removed from the caliber of teams that Chris played with. Like, you know, Chris went 33-0-3, 33-0-3 in his 36 career games against the Calgary Dinos. And the wow. Dinos were top five ranked multiple times during those years, but that's how dominant Alberta was back then. But Ian's teams were good. Well, the one thing about all Ian Herbers, yeah. the, the thing about that U of A uh, tradition or history is what I believe is the fundamental, and if you're asking why are the Oilers successful, of course Knobloch, and of course Knobloch understands you build from the bottom up. You know, we yeah. always talk about the Twin Towers, Dreisaitl and McDavid, as you would with Crosby and Malkin or Kane and Taves, but the the truth of the matter is the teams that win, and that's why Gretzky was always so great as a captain because he made the fourth liner meaningful. Yep. Um, you have to build from the from the bottom up, uh, and when you can get that that foundation and guys contributing, as you've pointed out, Fogel with his 14 five-on-five points in the streak and uh, McLeod with his seven goals, five-on-five, that's how you're going to win. Come, you know, and, and the, as Louis said in the previous interview, you know, you you can you have the luxury of you can throw those two superstars together time and again when you're time. in a pinch, but but you definitely need your your foundation to be what it is, and it's become just that. Well, we'll leave you with this. How different is the contrast between what you guys were doing at the start of the year when talking about the Oilers getting that late game on Saturday night to where we're at right now? Because it's 
it's been yeah, an unbelievable I, I, reversal of fortune. I will say, you know, you'd look at the point spread and think, God, that's a big hole. I don't know if they can dig out of that hole, but I, I don't think any of us, and we certainly said it time immemorial on the show, I think we all felt they just got maybe ahead of themselves, whatever it was. Yeah. You know, you, you can point to the injuries, you can point to, but that seemed to be it more than anything, is that they, they just were convinced that they could be good enough to win, you know, w- without really being prepared or respecting their opponents the way they've come to here in this stretch of, that's a big impression, right, is that they allow very few goals against anymore. And as as you and Louie and everybody has said, it's because Paul Coffey said, go make a play, take a chance. And yeah. funny enough, when you, you are you know, unshackled. Uh, it's amazing what you can do. Awesome stuff, Ron. Thanks. And uh, we got more texts coming in on sticks. This one, yeah. here it is. After, after the show, Bob, because of this, I'm going to go play some more sticks. One of the best concerts I ever saw was Sticks Paradise Theater at yeah. the Coliseum. I think I was 14 years of age. Uh, you can text us 780-496-0063. That comes to us from Mark. Um, and this one, Gardner McDougall started in Cranberry Portage, Manitoba. That's true, yes, but that's true. But Co- he was the first coach at OCN. I think that was his uh, first championship. Yeah. Yeah, and that, it, that is right. The listener is right. Reggie and Red Deers. I'm wondering whether or not Reggie played uh, for the UNBV Reds. That's what I'm wondering, if he's got that detailed amount of information. Wonderful stuff, Ron. Thanks for your time. We'll see you and Shannon on the show tonight. All right. Thanks for the warning. Bye for now. That's right. 522 at Edmonton. We'll wrap up Oilers Now. That's Ron McLean, uh, courtesy of our friends at Century Casino Sports Bar and Grill. You're listening to Oilers Now. Reggie and Red Deer gave us an awesome text. We're entering in the Text of the Week contest where winners receive three months of watches at my favorite car wash. Great White Car Wash, 104, 169th Street. Stay tuned for the weekly winners. We'll mention them on Friday. With close to 35 years in business, Brent Ford has many long-term loyal customers. If you currently own an F-150, you can get up to 16000 off a new truck this year. If you want to be treated fairly at every aspect, that's a new F-150 this year. Uh, if you want great... Uh, uh, service. Reach out to our friends at Brent Ridge Ford, 780-352-6048. Ask for Rich, Johnny, and Uncle Bill in sales. Kevin, Margie, and Mike in service. Remember, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. We'll remind you, guests and orders now receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite place to celebrate your special occasion. We go to this day in Oilers history for New West travel. Again, a four-night roadie into Dallas. We sold out Nashville. We sold out Montreal. The Oilers and the Stars in April information at newwesttravel.com. Here's Brandon Escott. 2011, Taylor Hall has a goal and an assist, and Dustin Penner scores with 21.3 seconds left. The Oilers win in uh, Phoenix 4-3. to That was the last win before the so-called Coyote Curse, under which the Oilers lost 25 consecutive games to the Yotes, going 0-21-4. Oilers had a few curses. They couldn't beat Minnesota either. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated 50-plus years. they got 14 Edmonton area locations, four in Calgary, one in Red Deer. Go online at royalpizza.ca. Download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Coming up on tomorrow's edition of Oilers Now, for the horses and horse racing in Alberta, daily face-offs, Frank Saravelli. Experience live standard bed racing Friday. In January, new 7.30 post time, Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. View the full schedule at thehorses.com. Reed's got the City Ford face-off show up next after a global news weather traffic update. And we leave you with a little bit of sticks. Tonight's the night we'll make history.
any risk to tie back the hands of time and stay with you here tonight.